You know what I love most about this experience? What you love? Is that we get to do it together. 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 Like, together. that's extreme <laughs> unity, you know? Yes. That's extreme unity. You know what I also love? What? Your voice. I love how you came in on that podcast. That, oh, your voice was incredible on this microphone. Nah. It, it is incredible. It's Go ahead. Right. Okay, it's not all right. Go ahead and give the people a taste of what I get to hear every single day. Go, go ahead, babe. Do it for them. This is no ordinary love. It's extraordinary love. Oh my God. That just did <laughs> Let's something. Let's get into too. this podcast. Okay. Let's get into this podcast. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. My name is Ed. And I'm Yvette. And we are the Clemens, and this is the Extraordinary Love Podcast. This podcast is about all things love, but not just ordinary love. We're talking about extraordinary love. How do you love to the level that God has loved you? This podcast is for singles. This podcast is for those who are dating, engaged, or even married. This podcast is for you because you was destined for extraordinary love. Hey, welcome back, Extraordinary Lovers. What's up? This is episode two. I'm Yvette. And this is Ed. And I am super excited to get into this episode. Yes, babe. I had so much fun with you last week. I did too. It was so great. (laughs) And apparently the people loved it too. We had so many reviews, so so much good feedback. Thank you guys for your support. Thank you for your encouragement. Thank you for the words that you shared about how awesome this podcast was. Yes, it means a lot to us. Um, We even had some people... Uh, send us pictures. Send us pictures from their date, date night. night. Yes. The extraordinary date night that they had yes. with Bob Ross. Come the on. Goat. Somebody. Come on now. Yeah, you know, there's nothing like having Bob Ross in, in the your house. house. Yes. Uncle Bob. <laughs> Uncle Bob. Well, that was so great. I'm so glad uh, that they um, took it to the next level and mm-hmm. actually did and took the advice, which makes us proud because yes. on the first episode, we're already impacting relationships we're already bringing romance to relationships and that is our ultimate ultimate goal that people will experience and express extraordinary extraordinary love love. and so come on now jinx Jinx, you know the (laughs) old school jinx jinx. (laughs) (laughs) well we want to make sure that this content is uh everywhere that it can be that you share uh this podcast if it has already impacted you if you've already loved um the content just share it with any couple anyone searching for how to love uh whether they're dating whether they are uh, engaged married or even single and they just want to get better at being an extraordinary lover would you go ahead and share this podcast would you like it on all the platforms we're now on spotify Google Podcast, uh, and we are on Anchor, as well as Apple Podcasts coming up. So uh, when it drops on your favorite platform, 
be sure to subscribe and follow, follow yeah. share and please review we want to hear yes. how this is impacting you we want to hear how this content um, is is making you better making you an extraordinary lover you know we decided to call our, our audience that extraordinary lovers extraordinary lovers that's right that's so sexy that's right. <laughs> it's so good that's right. i love that's it right. it's just because it goes beyond just listeners Right, you're not just listeners. Now you are extraordinary lovers. Uh, so I, I'm excited about excited about this podcast. Yes. So for those who are just now tuning in yes. that haven't heard our first episode, yes. can we do a, a small recap for them? We can. Because they're like extraordinary lovers, extraordinary love. What is this? Right. Well, first of all, you need to go walk, listen to. Yes, please. We encourage you to go one. listen to. You need to go one. listen to yes. the pilot episode because it was. It was incredible. We had so much fun. I know. It but was so good. It was. That we recorded it as a pilot just to share it with, Just you know, to share it with our, our test community. And we told them that we was going to re-record it. And it was like, y'all bet not. <laughs> yeah. And so we just kept it authentic, kept it real. And um, But we do have a definition of extraordinary love. And we went through that in that podcast. Mm-hmm. So please go and listen to episode one. But... Um, what I would is just say, love, well, for me, I would say extraordinary love is um, loving people, which this is the mantra of our podcast, loving people to the level God has loved you. Right. And uh, a lot of people don't love that way. One, they don't know God. I think mm-hmm. it starts with a yes. real authentic yes. relationship with Jesus. We believe in Jesus, but we don't exclude people who do not. That's exactly. why we decided to call this extraordinary love podcast because Everyone deserves to be loved yes. with extraordinary love. Mm-hmm. and um, But when you start experiencing that love of God, you love people how God has loved you. What people normally do is they love people to the level life has loved them. Yeah, through a filter. They love through a filter. Right. And so how their mama loved them, how their daddy loved them, mm-hmm. how they were mistreated, how their ex boyfriend or girlfriend Mm -hmm. love them or did to them they bring it into the next relationship Mm -hmm. and that's just an ordinary thing we do as humans because we want to guard our hearts or protect our hearts so we have we're broken people and it takes some time but extraordinary love is saying this is this new person that the lord has brought into my life whether we're dating whether we're engaged whether we're married we're i'm going to love them with no filter they did not do what someone else did to me right so they don't deserve to be loved with a lesser version of me, mm-hmm. with the, all the hesitation and and all the 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 um just the brokenness that comes from that. That person deserves to be loved with no filter. So I just believe that's what yes. it's a deep love. It's a it's a love that goes wider and uh, and longer and deeper than anything else. Yes, but I also think that people who haven't received this love from God. Um, to give the definition in a way that they can understand is when we love, we love from our, our desires, uh-huh. our fleshly, you know, self. And when we love, it comes to like, we only want what we can get right. out of the person. Right. So extraordinary love, it, it leans more to our needs right. than our want. Right. That's so good. Um, and like, there's a scripture in Ephesians uh, chapter three, Starting at the 17th verse, it says, um, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And he says, I pray for you being rooted and established in love that you may have power together with all God's holy people to grasp how wide, Mm -hmm. long, high, and deep 
is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses common knowledge. Right. That you may be filled to the measure of the fullness of God. Right. And so when you love people because, you know, based what on you how get they out of them. Right. You're, you're it's loving the common from, knowledge. It's a common knowledge. Yes. It's, a, it's a normal thing that ordinary people do. Yes. But when you begin to love from a place of need, mm-hmm. when you meet a need or you yes, become when you a need. Yes, meet the need. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or you become a need, or right? Or you become a need, yes. And you meet the need or you become a need. Mm-hmm. Then we just believe that that is an extraordinary way to love somebody. It's an extraordinary way to right. love somebody. Which leads us into this, the topic for this uh, week's episode, which Let's is loving it, people, loving someone, not people. This is very specific to love. Loving someone or becoming what that person needs. Loving someone or becoming what that person needs. A lot of times when we're dating and people are dating, they all have a list. You said you had a list. <laughs> I didn't know you had a list. I'm still yeah. shocked that you had a list. Did I make it on your list? Like, was <laughs> I on your list? Like, you weren't even on my list. Oh That's my what God. I'm saying. Like, my list was filled with my wants, but nothing in what I needed. Wow. Wow. And we, but, but people do that all the time mm-hmm. when they're dating. They have their list. Yeah. They have their list of what they want, uh, the, the type of person that they want to be with. Mm-hmm. And um, I just believe that if you're going to have a list, right, mm-hmm. you need to make sure when you're in a dating phase, you need to make sure that you can be what that person needs based on your list. Right. So if you on your list, you want a dreamer or an entrepreneur, right, mm-hmm. and a man, then you got to be ready, okay, mm-hmm. to be a constant encourager. If you got a critical spirit, <laughs> that's not going to work. That ain't going to work because right. that man's going to need tons and tons and tons of motivation yeah. and encouragement to keep it going. You also need to make sure that you're ready, okay. Mm-hmm for the lack of quality time that y'all may spend because if he's constantly grinding because you want the entrepreneur, you want the The businessman, you want the guy with the hustle, with Mm -hmm. the many side hustles, Mm -hmm. you got to know that that takes so much time, Mm -hmm. you know, in your week um, and and for someone to become successful in that. But you also um, can't be ashamed if you carry the load during that season as he's getting his grind as he is establishing himself because sometimes in relationships we have women that makes more money than oh yeah their husband come on i'm all for that (laughs) oh i'm not oh i'm all for that oh i'm oh i'm all for that guys if you still worry about Mm -hmm. your girl or your wife making more money than you man you you need to grow up. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You need to grow up. Not yeah. not just because we're in 2021, but that's just more bread in the household. I mean, we eating. <laughs> Come on, that we just eating. That's that's just hey. That's just I'm I'm not opposed to that at all. Yeah, but you have some men in this type of relationship fold that we're mm-hmm. talking about right now that sometimes can't accept that, and then you have some women who also can accept that I'm the one making the money and my husband isn't right. really contributing right. the way that he has. And that's I, so I good. think that's that's a that's a 
probably another episode, but I think we need to look at it, not that she makes more than me, I don't make more than me contribute, but looking at the whole picture that this is somebody that I wanted. I wanted I someone, wanted much, who, yeah. a dreamer. I wanted an entrepreneur, but sometimes they just need a little help getting there. Yeah. And if God has equipped you and given you the access to get them there as a couple, then you should be able to make it work. That's so good. And you, but but when, when they're dating, we... We as people, we don't think about that. Right. Culture doesn't teach you that. Right. And and that's why we don't follow culture. We follow the kingdom of God. Right. Because it doesn't teach you that. But extraordinary love, you are not just dating to see what you can get out of the person or out of that relationship. You're aiming towards something, which mm-hmm. most of us were aiming towards marriage. You're aiming towards how do I give what mm-hmm. they need to become who they are, who, who I have on my right, list. Right, because I can even look at when we were dating and when you were in school and I was the one working right. and I was making the money and bringing the money in the house. Like, I didn't allow that to tear us apart. It was just the season that we were in. Right. You were getting your education, but the bills still need to be paid. But you couldn't get a job because of the workload that your your college. Well, yeah, I mean, I was studying Right. You know, and in school all the time. But I didn't I didn't think less of you because I was doing what I needed to do that we needed in, right, right, in that right. season where we were. Hey, we just want to interrupt really quick. Man, isn't this an incredible episode? Uh, before we continue on, we want to just make a quick correction in the story. Uh, my wife and I, we were not dating. Uh, we were actually on our second year of marriage at this point of the story that she's telling. And we just wanted to just jump in and just let you know uh, exactly where we were in our life. Because we just believe that the more real and honest and transparent we are, uh, the more authentic this podcast will be. So I'm ready to hear what else we have to say about this topic. So let's get back into the episode. Let's go. And other people like, so another example is a lot of people want to put on a list that, you know, a guy says, I want a godly girl, you know, or they'll say, I want a godly, <laughs> godly guy. I want a godly guy. <laughs> I want a godly girl. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but are you ready? Like, are you ready to, to, to understand that wanting that, then you need to be ready. Are you ready to be in church every Sunday? Are, are you, you ready to be in life group? Are you ready to be in community? Are mm-hmm. you are you ready to fast? Right. Because if that per if you want a godly girl or a godly man, then those people are pursuing righteousness. This is the big one. Are you ready to be celibate? Oh my God! Are uh, you ready to be celibate? Are you ready for, mm-hmm. for to to put your desires of having sex to the side? Not just for the sake of the person, but just for the sake of, the, of your own relationship yes. with God. But 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 we don't do that when we're dating. We don't say yeah. we don't say, "Oh, I want a godly person or a godly man or a godly girl," and I'm willing to become what they need to help them keep their relationship with God, and right. that I will continue to grow keep in mine. mine. Exactly. You know, yeah. or even um, we've heard people that, um, you know, that they have loved 
somebody who didn't know God at all. Mm-hmm. They, they had no context of what it was to be a Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, and the person that they were with was brought to a whole, helped bring them to a whole nother level. But they had to be open to that. Right. They had to be open to growing in that way. But we don't, we don't do that when we're dating. So our advice to you, if you're in a dating phase and you have a list, you can either do two things. You can rip up your list because oftentimes God still gives you <laughs> someone completely different. I, I did not, not know I didn't make it on your list. That No, you didn't. But what I... What <laughs> I'm not hurt. I'm not hurt. I'm it's not like, hurt Babe, we've been together we've 14 been together, years, we, 18. So yeah, look, that list didn't matter anyway. We've been together anyway. for 18 years, years. We've married, been married for 14. 14 yeah. Get it right. So that list... Uh, oh, get her. Okay, well, excuse me. <laughs> um, but that it, the list didn't matter, right? Because when what God has for you, it, He has for you, right? And He has a way of connecting the two. Yeah, and so for for some people, you can rip up that list mm-hmm. and just begin to. Um, Love people with no filter. Love that person with no filter. But I also want to, yes, but I also want to state that we have to stop allowing our lists to limit the encounter of the people that God is sending our way. Right, right. Wow. That's, that's powerful. That's powerful. We have a list, but our list could be conflicting with who God has mm, for us because of what they need because of what you God knows what, what we you need, need. Yeah, 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 you yeah. just know what you want right, right, but God right. knows, knows what, what you need, need. Yeah. and when we have our list based upon our wants we limit the encounter right. of the person God is sending into our that's life that's so good that's so good that's so good which which that's why we believe that you know you sh- a lot of you should rip up that list. A lot of you should rip up that list. Now that's a bold statement. That's a bold statement. <laughs> now, now those of you who have a good list, you know, you got a, you got a good list. You're not ready to rip up your list. Then you need to check and see if you're ready to be what Ooh. that person needs from, from you, you. Mm-hmm. right? In order to stay the person that's on your list. Ooh. That's so good <laughs> because that's 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 the 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 meat of this episode is that God isn't bringing people together just to bring them together. He bring, he's bringing them together so that they can be better. Right. They can be better. Right. And if you're not, if that person isn't making you better, it's two things. Or challenge you, you to grow. It's two reasons for that. Mm-hmm. One, it could be that person isn't even concerned wow. about your growth. Mm-hmm. Or... You're not giving that person access to help grow you. Whoa. Because if you if if the, if you're in a dating phase and you now into an engagement phase and you've grown, mm-hmm. I can't say that's a bad relationship. Now, it I can't say now there's other factors that, that goes Definitely. into it, but I'm yeah, talking yeah. about mentally, emotionally, some of you physically, spiritually, you've grown just by being connected to this person for an extended period of time then god brought you together so that you can get better okay now let's say you've already been married you've already been married this is 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 harder for for married couples um in the early stages of the relationship it's a little bit challenging it's a little bit challenging Mm -hmm. because you have this perfect picture of what your marriage is going to be Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And you have this perfect picture of, of, of what, and some of them, some people don't even have a clear picture at all 
of what marriage is, but they know what they what they want, mm-hmm. but they're not ready to be what someone else need. Mm-hmm. And um, and so like for you and I, has there ever been a moment where you expressed extraordinary love to me in this way by becoming what I needed, by becoming what I needed, by or me becoming what you needed? I can speak to you becoming what I needed and you can probably speak to oh, me yeah. becoming what you oh, needed. Yeah. Um, I would say that was a huge um, turning point in our relationship um, when I remember one day we were talking about something and you just said, stop allowing your emotions to run your life. Ooh, <laughs> you ooh, remember yeah, that? I remember that. We were driving in the Oldsmobile. Remember the Oldsmobile? <laughs> yes. We were driving in the Oldsmobile. And I remember you saying that, and I was like, who are you to say, you know, stop allowing my emotions to run my life because this is how I feel. And I didn't realize that you were a person that God sent into my life to be a voice of reason. Wow. Because I grew up with a father but I didn't really have a lot of my father's perspective on a lot of things. Mm. And you was that for me. You gave me a, a man's perspective on outlook in life. Wow. That is so good. I didn't and see that. And wasn't... I, grew, I grew up in a house of women. It was wow. my mama and three sisters. It was five women and my dad. Mm. So I, this is not to belittle my dad or anything, but in a women in a household with five women, you could see how much oh, voice yeah. he had. Like, oh, yeah. you know I how much. I pray for your dad daily. When I first met him, I said, oh, my God. First of all, you know, I was terrified yeah, of him. That's, that's not to, to, you know, discard anything that he has done. My dad has contributed to a lot of things. But there are some life experiences right. and perspectives that I did not get from him that I got from you. Wow. As wow. a man. Wow. And I, that wasn't on your list. That wasn't on my list. Yeah, <laughs> I could care about. I could care less but about God, a man's but perspective. But God gave that. God gave yeah. that to you. Mm-hmm. And um, and I didn't know necessarily that's what you needed. I just knew I wanted you to grow. Right. I wanted you to be better. I wanted mm-hmm. you not just to be better for our relationship, but for to be better in life. Mm-hmm. I wanted people when they come to encounter you, they don't encounter an emotional event. Mm-hmm. They encounter an event that had control. That's right. going to love them. That's going to either love or respond. And that grew me up. Yeah, yeah. They, it was hard. It was hard growing. That was hard. Because I don't think I was Ooh. ready for that conversation when you said that. Right, right. But it grew me up. Wow. It did. And so for me, and it still impacts my life it's today. Sti- it still impacts your life today. Mm-hmm. And 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 so for me, you know, I had on my list, I wanted an independent, strong woman. Mm-hmm. But I was not ready for what that came with. Come on with it. Because I wasn't mature <laughs> enough to handle an independent and strong one. Because you are a bold, you are a ball of fire, you know? And you're bold, um, you're courageous, and you, you want to contribute mm-hmm. to the advancement of our household. Mm-hmm. And now, when I begin to see myself as a leader of my household... I thought being the leader of my household was uh, only my ideas and only my way mattered when it came to the advancement of the household. Mm-hmm. But I, I said I wanted an independent, strong woman. And what that meant was I got a boss. 
<laughs> right? And you wanted to exercise that boss muscle. You wanted to be able to contribute and advance. You had good ideas. You had you wanted a voice. You wanted to contribute on the process and the way that we did it. And I had to learn how to step back and say, I don't have to be right. And it doesn't have to be done my way. We just need to get to the goal. Right. And when we get to the goal, that's gonna be the 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 what got what gets God's glory in our relationship. At the end, yes. And so what I had to do was, and, and I had to start accepting and, and allowing your, your ideas and your input and allow you to make these moves in our relationship. And if it failed, I'm responsible for picking up the pieces and still getting us to where, we're, where we want to go, right? Not bashing you, but if it succeeds, mm-hmm. I'm no longer in that role. I'm now your biggest cheerleader, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But Instead of instead of the oh that we didn't do it my way that was that's so petty and, and ordinary and extraordinary love is saying I'm willing to be your cheerleader when you win I'm willing to be your cheerleader when you don't I'm willing to be your cheerleader in every season because you you are what I wanted so I need to become what you need to continue to do that. Mm-hmm. That's extraordinary love. Yeah, so good. That's extraordinary love, and so. I had I got a boss, y'all. I got a boss. I got a boss. Um, but but that's true. And I got a wise guy. Yeah, praise God. I got a wise guy. Praise God. Yes. I praise God. But but you know, if you're gonna express extraordinary love, you need to be ready to be what someone needs so that they can come become who God has called them to become. Or to become you know, to become to the level of potential that you saw in them. Right. You know, to, that you saw in them. Mm-hmm. Um, we had got a question one time and someone said, um, how do you how do you love somebody through like a debilitating disease? Ooh. Like, yeah. like, how do you love somebody through a debilitating disease? We've not experienced that. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know what what is needed to, to make that happen because we've not experienced that. So I would love to bring that topic back with some professionals, someone who's actually been through it, who actually mm-hmm. walked through it and overcame from it. Yeah. And so if that's you and you've, um, you know, you know what that's like to love somebody with a debilitating disease or, or someone has a, you know, a lifelong injury now and, and it didn't go how you planned. You didn't expect that. You didn't know that that was right. going to be part of your future, but mm-hmm. you still want to express extraordinary love. Even in that, you can. And you can. Yeah. And so, you know, if you're out there, you know, you can definitely um, go ahead and leave a comment on uh, the podcast or review and let us know that you are, uh, you would love to be a part of that. I mean, if you have a story, you, you can help so many more people. Yeah, we have a testament. But we were talking, and as we were talking about this episode, we were saying, you know, what will we do, though? Yeah, if that was us, what would we do? I mean, there's no way we could actually know, mm-hmm. but you can actually foresee yourself doing something because of who you know who you are. Mm-hmm. And and I think for me, I don't know how our emotions will be affected if right. we had that, right? I right. don't know how our emotions would be affected, but I know the pattern is it's someone who has a disease all of a sudden or a debilitating disease or injury, um, they lose so much hope in life. Yeah. They lose so much hope, but they're also so angry and frustrated that of this the, happened to yes, them. Yes, definitely. Facts? Definitely. And and they become monsters. 
Yeah, they become angry. They become jerks. They yeah. become angry. And, but the root of it is that they're just did. They're so hurt that this happened to them. Mm-hmm. They had brought all their dreams, all their hopes, all their plans. It's they now just out see the it window. all falling down the drain. Yeah. So how do you love somebody like that? How do you become what that person needs? And we said one, we said one of the things is we need to make sure that we're honest with each other, okay? 100%. We need to make sure we we let each other know, "Hey, mm-hmm. um, I'm willing to be the the physical need that you need, but I need you to be my emotional need Ooh, that I need." Wow. <laughs> and it's so true. Yes. And that means I don't I don't need you to be a jerk. Mm-hmm. I don't need you to continue to, to, to change the the um the emotional temperature of I, our home. I still need my friend. I need my friend. Yes. I need I need my lover. I need my spouse. I need that emotionally. Right. And I'll be there mm-hmm. to take care of the physical needs and, and if you're gonna be there to take care of my emotional needs. But I also think that we have to remember that although this happened to you it happened to the whole it house. It happened to all we of us. We all are going wow. through this together. Wow, exactly. Mm-hmm. And God can definitely turn that pain into purpose. There's yes. so many people who need, need your help or needs your viewpoint mm-hmm. on how to overcome that and how to still express extraordinary mm-hmm. love in that. Um, but you have to do the work. And you have to become what each other need right. in those in those moments. <laughs> we we said, um, you know, if you know, if you go to meet my my physical needs, then I need to meet your emotional needs, mm-hmm. and that means I need to be the best encourager while you doing the work. While you doing yes. the, while you doing the work, so it's while like you're giving you, me my sponge bath. <laughs> yeah, you yes, better. That's a that's great, a great sponge that's bath. That's a great sponge bath. You better stroke you know, you that got, hand. You, you got the water temperature just <laughs> you right. You got the water temperature yes, just thank right. Thank you, baby. Thank you, you baby. Know, yes. Oh my God! You go ahead and take extra ten dollars out the account. Get you some crumble <laughs> cookie. <laughs> go ahead and go and do your dessert. You know, do what you do. Do what you you know. Do you, you know, I mean, yes. if, if, if you're going to, you know, wipe some butt, somebody's butt, you know, you better encourage them while they wiping That's your butt. Struggle. That's a good stroke. That's a good wipe, babe. Yes. <laughs> you got the best wipe. I don't know if that's too far. I think that was TMI, but still. But it's somebody's reality, though. It's somebody's reality. And that means that you need, you don't know the emotional toil that takes on the caregiver. Then you need to meet that need. You need to fill that void. If you're continuing to crush them and crush them, you're going to be sapping out that love, the joy, and the love. And that kills relationships. And, uh, and, and, and that's not what God wants. That's, oh, that's never what you two wanted because that's not why you entered into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you get real, get honest. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong. He- hear me now. There's nothing wrong with telling somebody how to love you. Nothing wrong at all. There's nothing wrong with nothing telling wrong somebody how to, I, I feel. In, in fact, I tell people oh all God, the time, so like, stop assuming Preach. That somebody wants to be loved the way that you want to love them. Preach. Don't assume that I like you holding my hand. Right. Maybe I like you holding my hand with my thumb on the outside versus my thumb on the inside. Right. Like, don't assume something. Like, have those conversations. Let your spouse know. Know. How you need to be loved, and there's nothing wrong. There's with that. nothing wrong with that. But this is to the the spouses, is that when those people tell you how they want, when your Are wife you tell you, 
or your fiance tell you or your hu- your husband tell yeah. you how they want to be loved, you have to be ready mm-hmm. to to meet that need. Yeah. To me even if it's something that you don't do and that you don't do well. Yeah. But the person that you have chosen and committed your it life to, to they they're telling you yeah. that I need to be loved this way. I personally think women do this a lot. They try to leave that area a mystery, hoping that, oh, he's the right one because he figured me out. (laughs) Listen, ladies, ladies, hear me from a man's perspective. Do not use your heart as an escape room. Wow. Allowing, put put men in your heart to try to figure out how to unlock your joy and how to unlock your, your pleasures. Be Scavenger real. Hunting. Yeah, this isn't, this isn't, yeah. don't, don't use your heart like an escape room. You need to be real and honest. This is how I need you to love me. Mm-hmm. This is not selfish. I'm not talking about selfish love. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about a deep, deep love. This is how I need you to love me. Uh, there's a, 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 a book called The Five Love Languages. And The Five Love Languages tells you how to, how we all, how we all love each other. Mm-hmm. Well, um, if you know your love language, tell people what your tell your spouse what your love language mm-hmm. is. Do not stop repeating it. Tell them what your love language. When they're falling off and they're not meeting that need anymore, tell them, hey, I want to remind you that this is my love language. My love, it, it isn't this. It is this. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, now, guys, you can definitely get spontaneous, mm-hmm. but at least you got some direction. Right don't don't be all ordinary right and do the same thing over and over get spontaneous get romantic in it do it differently but at least you know how to love your spouse mm-hmm. how to love your spouse 100 percent. and i think men um definitely take that into consideration like sometimes i know you say the women it's a guessing game but sometimes women speak but the men don't listen mm-hmm. so we can express to you what we need from mm-hmm. you, but the men, you have to be willing to listen and take it to heart. 100%. That's extraordinary love. That's extraordinary love. That's extraordinary love. So this episode, episode two, was fire. I know. It was so good. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm, I'm grateful to God for you that you've become what I need in the toughest seasons of our relationship, um, toughest seasons of our, of our marriage. And um, I want you, we want you to continue to be that for somebody else. So as you're on this journey to become an extraordinary lover, make sure that you're not loving people um, based on what you want, but based on what they need. Because that's ultimately how you love somebody with extraordinary love. And we all know and we believe that nobody wants ordinary love. But everybody deserves extraordinary extraordinary love. love. Hey, Extraordinary Lovers, you have made it to our end credit scene, Extraordinary Dating. And don't we have the date for you? We are calling this date 
rock, paper, scissors. That's right, rock, paper, scissors. You are going to play rock, paper, scissors to get your choice of a place to go for an appetizer or an entree or even a dessert. Yes, you get to pick three places to eat on this date and you have to play to win. Ladies, I want y'all to win. So get your rock, paper, scissors game on point. Fellas, gas up the cars because you're gonna be rolling around town for this date. 